Section 12 of Hidden Treasures. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Dion Gines. Hidden Treasures by Harry A. Lewis. Section 12. William G. Fargo. Who indeed has not heard of the American Express Company? Yet how few there are who know to whom we are indebted for its existence. William G. Fargo was born May twentieth, 1818, at Pompeii, New York, and at the age of twelve he was mail carrier over a route that covered forty miles. The inference must be at once formed that William G. Fargo was no ordinary child. He must have been industrious and trustworthy, for the mail must be delivered on time. No holiday could be observed, nor could any circus be allowed to come between him and his work. Seeking a more remunerative calling, he went to Waterville, where he clerked in a small store and tavern, improving his spare moments in learning to keep accounts. When seventeen, he went to Syracuse and entered a grocery house. He continued in the grocery line in one capacity or another for five years, when he accepted the freight agency of the Auburn and Syracuse Railroad, in which capacity he found his calling. Two years later he became associated with Pomeroy and Company, and was given the express agency for that company at Buffalo, and in 1844 he became a member of the firm of Wells and Company, who established an express line from Buffalo, west to Detroit, via Cleveland. This firm in time became Livingston and Fargo, and finally the several express companies, Wells and Company, Butterfield, Wasson and Company, and Livingston and Company, became merged into the since-famous American Express Company. In 1868, Mr. Fargo was elected president of this company and remained at the head until his death. He was also connected with various other enterprises, being vice president of the New York Central and Hudson River Railroad, and was also largely interested in Northern Pacific and other railroad stock. In 1861, he was elected mayor of Buffalo on the Democratic ticket but so impartial was he in the administration of the city affairs, and so patent was his business ability, that he was re-elected, being supported by all parties. Such is the reward for earnestness, and will anyone say that William G. Fargo was not deserving of this splendid success? If we will have success, we must earn it. Let no man envy another in no matter what station of life he may be situated. Rest assured that we will fill the place that we are capable of filling, no more, no less. End of section 12. William G. Fargo. Recording by Dion Gines, Salt Lake City, Utah.